Hello, welcome back to Really Good Appears, where we chat about and discuss all sorts of movies. My name is Gary O'Brien, and joining me today once again, it's Ono Boyle, as we talk about the 1995 Jim Carrey comedy, Ace Ventura, When Nature Calls. So stick around, we hope you enjoy. My name is Stefano, I'm an Italian man. See, it's, I still don't have it. You're getting people there. from last episode will know... I'm getting there, yeah. slowly but surely. I People who listen to the A Series of Unfortunate Events podcast last week will know I desperately tried to work on my Stefano and I completely forgot to do so until Owen mentioned it maybe two minutes ago and asked me how it's going, so See, I'm stressing out about it. I was going to completely cover you there. I was going to be saying, like, he's been practicing every day, sending me, like, a recording <laughs> of just, like, yeah, this is my Stefano impression out of ten. That one, an eight, which is his best one so far. I'll take it. Yeah. I'll take it. Um, Owen, you're back again. Hello. Hello, it's me, Owen. I'm sober. No, that's way too obvious. <laughs> it's staying in. So, um, I, uh, if anyone who's listened to the last two podcasts, thank you because uh, it's kind of, it's kind of. There are strange collections of movies. These three movies: the Deadpool series of unfortunate events and Ace Ventura: When Nature Calls. And for people uh, who've been listening, thank you. Like I said again, thank you. Uh, but the reason why I'm doing these movies is because last year for my birthday month I did the Pierce Brosnan movies the Brosnan O'Brien birthday bros bonanza this year I've picked another one of my favourite actors Jim Carrey but I felt it needed and deserved a long complicated name so this year I went with the unnecessary and involuntary legendary visionary Jim Carrey library commentary done by Gary and a very wary honorary adversary for my customary anniversary i.e. my birthday and if I'm honest, it's the only way I got these people on to do the podcast. So, um, thank you so much. No problem. If you didn't have a name like that, wouldn't it came? It's just like... It's I know. The dedication. It always brings me back. Thank so. you. Thank you. So, yeah, we, we when I reached out to you, you were... I think you were immediately like Ace Ventura too. Like, not a doubt in your mind. You were like, this is the movie. That is like my pinnacle Ace Ventura movie. Not Ace Ventura, sorry. My pinnacle... Jim Carrey movie. Literally, you just said it. Blanked on his name. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it bodes well. It is. Yeah, no, it's my pinnacle Jim Carrey movie is Ace Ventura Two: When Nature yeah. Calls. Like, I know Pet Detective is a good movie, and I enjoy it. I just have much fonder memories from When Nature Calls. And I'm exactly the same because I, when I was watching this, I don't think it's as good as Pet Detective, but like you, I just remember quoting it so much when I was a kid and having so much fun because I was watching, I was like, this is just the Ace Ventura character on steroids. Like take away all the nuance of his character from the first one. And he's just like, I'm just all, all legs and arms and just teeth. A a scene from this movie, like when you think of this movie, what is like the first scene you think of? I, I think of the uh, the arrows in the leg. That's that's a big one for me. That's a good one. I for me it's always him in the cave with his medallion and the torch. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like that's my like that's my go to memory of this movie. That and the one you spoiled from the last episode. Sorry to bring like have so two sorry. callbacks. I'm so sorry. <laughs> like what? People are gonna, that's it. People are just gonna have to listen to the last episode to get all these little uh, little these, references. Like, yeah. I should need to be. Yeah, I need to be making more of an MCU, and they need to all interconnect in a way. <laughs> What's your like third podcast from now, and we'll talk about it very quickly, very briefly, right now. I don't. Uh, so next week is, I think, with Mister John Hackett um, doing Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. I oh think, my god, who knows? He picked a really good one. <laughs> it's very serious. <laughs> yeah, we'll see how that goes. Good job doing a comedy podcast. <laughs> 
me and John know how to, you know, dissect a serious movie. Yeah. We'll find out. <laughs> like, did you hear, like, did you listen to our Ghost Rider one? Um, man, I gave that man notes one... for Ghost Rider 2. He better fucking use them. Um, and then I think after that is the May recap. And I, if I, if the numbering is done correctly, I believe the next podcast is episode sixty nine, and I'm yet to oh, decide that, what's to be done. A very for that important one, podcast, yeah. It's very important. The most, like, it's yeah, it's the most important one yet, probably. Um, so yes, back to Ace Ventura too. So I guess if anyone hasn't seen it, it's basically Ace is hired to go to Africa, effectively to discover what's happened to this tribe's ancient, um. Spoilers, by the way, for this movie that came out like fucking years ago, twenty-seven years ago, uh, and twenty-seven years ago. It. Yeah, Joe, you know handy because it's the same year I was born. Yeah, nineteen ninety-five. That came out. Nineteen ninety-five. Fuck. Could you not tell by the? Could you not tell by the dated and aged uh, depictions of African tribes? <laughs> yeah. That's very fair. Um, but. Uh, yeah, and he has to go, basically, he's hired by this guy uh, to recover this ancient, or fucking, what you call it, this ancient <laughs> t- so these two tribes don't go to war. Ancient animal, spoilers. Uh, that's oh, not yeah, revealed fine, until about, ancient, like, a third ancient, of in the movie. <laughs> ancient animal. Yeah, yeah very good. I'll, I'll beep it, it's fine. Nobody yeah, knows what fine. I say. Unless I, yeah. Um, but, like I kind of mentioned up top, it's just way wackier. It's just, it's it's so silly from start to finish. Like, it just... It does not let up. I think it's like an iron 40, but it's yeah, just like, non-stop. You just tell as well, like, Jim Carrey does not fucking care throughout this movie. It's just like, I like if I could guess that he improved most of a movie, I think he improved most of this movie. Because there's oh, just a oh, lot of, I have... there's a lot of disconnect going on between, like, the movie happening around him and what Jim Carrey is specifically doing <laughs> in a scene. <laughs> but, Joe, I have so much, and like, I didn't know this about this movie until, yeah. like, you know, I started looking into it. There's so much behind-the-scenes drama with this movie. You wouldn't believe... Oh, oh, God. We'll get into it. We'll call it... We'll, we'll have to think of a, a juicy name for that later on. We'll call it, like, uh, something... I'll think of it later. Um, but it's it's so much behind-the-scenes drama. And I guess one of the things... I'll, I'll do a little sneak peek now where Jim Carrey did not yeah. want to do this movie. He, he, he was only contractually obliged by the studio to have to do it. And I love that he was just like, fine. I'm just gonna be super silly on. Oh, you oh you wrote lines for me. That's nice. They look nice on a page. Shame they won't be in your <laughs> shitty movie. I just like just like what the other actors in this movie must have been like. What what occurred to them because of Jim Carrey's contra- contractual obligation? Like I just imagine that man who's standing on top of the pole, not <laughs> yeah. supposed to get spitballs shot in his face. <laughs> Jim Jim Carrey secretly <laughs> practiced that skill for like, months because <laughs> he read that in the script. Yeah. Like the script was yeah. just a preparation of the gags he could pull off on set for this movie. Yeah. Well, one of the things was, and this like again, maybe I'm giving away too many of the juicy behind the scenes details up front. But uh, one of them was the guy who plays Calloway. I think his name is James. I can't remember the characters. The the posh guy. The posh guy. He was one of the Raven or the one who owns like the manor. No, the one, the one, uh, the other guy, the bad guy. Oh, the bad guy, yeah, yeah. Um, he, basically, what happened was Jim Carrey was sick for like, let's say, three months for this movie or something. Something ridiculous. So it extended a period of time. I can't remember. But it, it extended the production so long. But because in the contract it went, it was, whatever way the bad guy's contract was signed, I'll look up his name in a sec, uh, was Jim Carrey's illness was technically an act of God, which meant the studio could force him to, 
extend his contract to finish the movie. So what happened was he had something in London to shoot. And so what happened was they were like, oh, no problem at all. What we'll do is you'll shoot a day here. We'll fly you, we'll fly you first class back to London, shoot what you need to do over there, and then we'll fly you back. But little did the actor know that by the end of the shoot, they charged him for all of the flights and he effectively earned nothing for this movie. Oh my God, the poor man. <laughs> So, Jim Carrey's greatest prank of all. He's just robbing this villain of his money. Yeah. This is what you get and for trying to steal about... an endangered animal. Insert yeah. here. And this, sorry, more about this movie. Sorry, I, this is the most interesting stuff for me. And again, we, there's so much silliness. So let's just get this serious conversation. Jim Carrey's salary accounted for half of the budget of this movie. That's They went to Africa for this. I know they didn't. They just uh, made, okay. they went to like tropical places in America and shit. Honestly, like still but on like, planet like that's movie magic. Like, yeah, that's like it's a, a high budget. That's though. a budget. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's still a budget. Like especially the animal shit in this, and like I think that's one of the things that impresses me most about this was just like how many live animals they had do shit throughout yeah. the movie. Like obviously there's like parts where you can tell there's fake animals. Yeah, honestly, I can't scene believe at the they end had of the movie. actual rhino birth Jim Carrey. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> like. Like, is there not a more iconic scene in cinema no. than Jim Carrey, naked Jim Carrey emerging yeah. from a rhinoceros's While two anus. young children watch that I really hope they weren't told how this scene was going to play out. <laughs> Jim Carrey with his continual gags on set. <laughs> then those kids showed up and it was like, we were told we would see Jim Carrey, but how are we seeing this cool rhino? Yeah, well, where, when does Jim Carrey come out? Oh, he'll be coming out, he'll be coming out way sooner than you expect. <laughs> You'll be seeing the raw Jim Carrey and all the fine details. All curves and all. But, um, yeah. yeah, I think... Uh, yeah, so many silly bits in this movie um, that I love. Like you mentioned, that that that, that scene in the cave, the scene, um, I love the scene where he's, he's doing all the different tests in the other tribe. Um, I think the, the opening scene of this movie, I don't know, like it, it's basically Jim Carrey climbing a mountain. And I think within this, it like packs in like a joke or a, a quip. I think every like 20 seconds. <laughs> About that, the... The dead raccoon is definitely probably one of the saddest <laughs> cinema experiences I've seen with Jim Carrey. Like, that man sold that performance. That raccoon sold that performance. Yeah, and it's like, so I didn't know, like, I didn't know until much later on, like, this was a spoof of a movie called Cliffhanger. I don't know if you knew this. Oh, okay. Where it's similar enough of, like, someone, I don't know, hanging off a cliff. I didn't look into it. Why are you asking me to look at the cliffhanger? Honestly, I'm looking into Jim Carrey. The most right? unbelievable part of this entire scene is the harness... Like, this entire movie is that harness breaking for that tiny fucking raccoon. <laughs> I don't know why I was so, like, <laughs> believing that when I was younger. <laughs> now watching, I was just like, why is the harness breaking? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. But it's like, it's it's this scene where Jim Carrey... Like, uh, there's been a plane crash and Jim Carrey has to, like, go up and he's like, no, I'm rescuing the raccoon. Nobody saved the raccoon. And he's like, he's got, like, a... Re- like, what's it? Like, a like a, re- a repel gun? Like, one of the guns that, like, you shoot and there's, like, a rope at the end of it like, sticks into a rock and he, like... Not zip lines, but he, like, zip lines across, like, a, yeah. like a big fucking valley or whatever to just to save this raccoon. And just onto your point about the harnessing... Harness, like, um, what you call it, breaking... You have to wonder the wear and tear of these things. He's a pet detective own. You don't know how many times he's had to do this. You know what I mean? That's true. He, he, he looks after animals all sizes. You know what I mean? It could have been, could have been, it could have been a raccoon this week. It could have been a leopard, leopard last week. <laughs> a leopard. <laughs> a leopard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just going out saving those lepers. Close enough. 
I'm telling you, someone's got to do it. Yeah. Somebody stop him. It's just like, that's what we, we never really heard his full moniker. It's like Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, and Leper Saver. And Lepers. And Lepers. And Leper Saver. Yeah. yeah. Leper Saver. Um, but it's just, yeah, I think that, that scene, and then the scene in the, in the in the monastery as well, or whatever you want to call it. Just like those two scenes just set up that this movie is going to be ten times more silly and ridiculous yeah. than the last one. Just the whole fact that like, I just I did love that scene when he's like, I shouldn't leave. And I'm just like, no, you just got spiritual oneness right now. <laughs> and the guy like throwing that at him. Here's my medallion. He's like, but where's my medallion of oneness? Or whatever it is. <laughs> Take mine. He's like, this took you 80 years to achieve. Uh, yeah, it does have that Jim Carrey enunciation just like on all his gags. Yeah. Uh, it's like everything, everything yeah. in it. Um, Joan also is fantastic this movie. I'm gonna jump around because we don't know how to oh, talk about this movie. Honestly, so, after so after so watching this movie, I was just like, how the fuck do we talk about this movie? Like, this is you can't go like <laughs> plot by plot with this. It's more like whatever bit mm. I think of next is gonna be yeah. the next jumping point. Yeah. <laughs> um, I well, one of the things I want to talk about actually in terms of um, what you call it, how good this movie, it, like where this movie excels, not only in the Jim Carrey like comedy and like just the whole character of Ace Ventura. Um, I don't think this is a good movie, by the way. I just think it's a really fun, silly movie, just so people yeah. can level set my views on this. It's, it's, um, it's a bit dated. But, like, a bit. Yeah. Well, a lot. Well, no, it isn't. It's hard to say. It is. Like, I feel like the only dated bit is when he speaks through his butt. I think... I think they pulled that off. They pulled oh, that... Sorry, I just met the whole, like, African tribe thing. I oh, was that's... like, that's <laughs> different nowadays. <laughs> I'm from, oh, like, like visual <laughs> comedy wise oh, oh yeah oh, it's like, the butt stuff's a bit old though isn't it? <laughs> mm, yeah. doesn't get the same laughs it used to mm, I think if you're talking out of an orifice these days you need to think smarter than the boss <laughs> <laughs> um, the score the score is so good in this movie do you know that like African theme that's throughout the shakakas oh the like, shakaka I, like, fucking love it's shakaka so good yeah Oh, it is great. It is really good. <laughs> so Shikaka comes from the fact that the ancient bat is called. Like, uh, uh, isn't that yeah, yeah? Yeah, but it's yeah, but like what they just did was they looked up what shit was in Spanish. I think it's caca, and they were like, "Well, shit, <laughs> shit, caca, shikaka." <laughs> That's what they, they just went from there. Oh, I believed that for so long. Like it was like Shikaka was the ancient bat. I feel, I feel like they could have actually researched that one and just like caught a, a cool sounding name but uh, well I know there is some stuff they did like get some literal translations where um there is one where the where the kind of evil tribe oh is I it white devil called, please like. tell me white devil was like a very literal translation no it's worse I think it means something oh it meant something worse uh bear with <laughs> um cannot find it what is it even worth? I I can't find it, but it's so it's an ethnic ethnic slur for a Westerner in Chinese. Uh, okay. In Chinese, know. yeah. God, they're really all in Chinese, over the place. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Well, I don't know how well the the research team of Ace Ventura and One Nature calls like what sort of level. I suppose when half the budget goes in. to Jim Carrey, <laughs> they have exactly, to skip somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> so like, look, we um, couldn't get an African interpreter, but we got this guy called Dave who spoke Chinese <laughs> on a forum maybe three or four times. <laughs> Yeah, he's very as Chinese every every second day. He goes down and he knows it. Very he's actually Chinese my niece thing. as well, so I can give him like the 
He's, he's their niece? I know. I, as soon as I said niece, I was just like, you know what? We're in 2022. I can get away with this. What? Anyway, moving swiftly on. Um, but also, yeah, I think the production's great. That's another thing I love to mention. Production is like great. You said, like, I actually thought they went like, to Africa for this. Yeah. Uh, and I would have thought the same as well, only that I read, because, again, I was desperately trying to guess where all this money went to. When I heard half it went to Jim Carrey, I was just like, do they act? Surely they know where they were able to, like, put the... But there's, like, some great shots of, like, the, the... I know the waterfall scene's a bit janky, but, like, the waterfall scene, the, the, the like, the life-size rhino they built for Jim Carrey yeah, to emerge great. out of. I think the only um, time I noticed, like, really bad CGI is, like, at that opening scene of the movie when he's climbing the rock face, and I'm just like, oh, yeah, that yeah, is yeah, Jim's... Yeah. That is just, like, a fake Jim Carrey face on another person who's actually climbing yeah. a mountain. Yeah. But just, actually, another... Thing, which I thought was quite interesting about this movie um, just moving away from I guess production and stuff is um, I actually when you break it down I'm actually quite interested in the character of Ace Ventura pet detective like it's an interesting concept like when you when you think about it that's right yeah, do you know he, what I mean he has like a few a, moments in the movie where he really sells the whole animal lover uh, sort of like nearly like extremist <laughs> yeah but I think what's most interesting because and I know this sounds stupid I'm reading um like a book of like Sherlock, Sherlock Holmes no, Gary, stories at the moment. We know I, that like, Jared, podcast lore is you do not read books. Don't go against that. Sorry, that is a fantastic point. Thank you for keeping me on theme. Yeah. Um, I was watching Sherlock, the TV show. And I always think it's really interesting. The way Sherlock's able to like break down something the audience had no idea was like even, it's like, how did you even like think of that? Yeah. But Ace Ventura has that skill set. Because he shows it in the first scene with your man, um, I don't know his name. I'm gonna really have to look this up. Ace yeah. Ventura, when nature calls, this is on air Google. And uh, this is great, just like knowledge. It's actually amazing that yeah. just you've again, like Lily did. I think you just learned from Lily from the last episode where you've went into your mind palace, like Sherlock. Oh Holmes. yes, I'm, it. I'm in the mind palace. <laughs> You're in the mind palace, like Sherlock Holmes. So it's all related. This was a yeah, planned bit of how Gary yeah. went deep to find the name I of the villain for so this movie. I find this so interesting. I've never had two podcast episodes like linked Into so link well as much. together. It's because yeah. it's, it's just it's so fresh in my memory. <laughs> yeah, you would. Um, so Simon Callow plays Vincent Cadby. That's the bad guy. Um, and so when when Ace meets uh, Vincent Cadby for the first time, he's able to do so much things about him, uh, just based on like small little parts and on, a, on his shoes and mm-hmm. stuff like that which I think is really interesting only because I was watching the show Sherlock I was able to make the comparison between the two and I just it's so interesting I just find it really interesting that the character of Sherlock Holmes is this like highly intellectual British man who is you know good at solving crimes and then you have the loudmouth American version who's like I want to solve animal crimes <laughs> I'm just like, what happened in what happened to the point of like that he diverged into like animal crimes? Yeah, no, like I think that's what like Ace Ventura Petrograph came from was just like, what about Sherlock Holmes? But animals yeah. and American. Yeah. And then Jim Carrey <laughs> ran with that with his whole like gasping breath before making all his dedu- deductions. <laughs> Very reminiscent of actually how you introduced this whole podcast series you're doing for the month. Yeah. 
Not everyone knows that podcast intro starts about 20 minutes beforehand. I only just cut in <laughs> at, at the hello and welcome back because I actually say hello and then I do 20 minutes and then I say hello and welcome back because I assume Owen's fallen asleep. Yeah, it's it's really, a it's, and one breath. It's an it's a very uh, yeah, no, like it's very accurate uh, accurate representation of how I am today. You don't have to cut that part like that's you can just keep that one. That one's for free. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it got me thinking, and I don't have something planned in case you're kind of wor- wor- worrying that I, I'm going to launch into something. Like, what other weird subsections of, like, knowledge could you see someone with the powers of Sherlock Holmes oh, use? So if, so if I've got, like, crimes, yes, and yeah. you've got, this sounds like I'm setting up for something, I have nothing prepared. Okay, And that's then you've great. got pets. Pets. Crimes, pets. What else I'm can I'm just we get? like... Okay, so we got like uh, who, who's a good actor who could do this? Like I don't know, like Johnny Depp and oh, Johnny Depp and Hills. <laughs> you know, why? I'm not, why? Why? Why that one? I'm not going to make the topical joke at the moment. <laughs> uh, topical joke being that he's oversaturated as Pirates of the Caribbean, <laughs> Captain Jack Sparrow. We recorded this in 2012. <laughs> <laughs> the gun. I don't say I really. I, so actually, so here's another interesting thing, uh, not interesting, but we can use it to like structure who we think should be the next Ace Ventura, Ace Ventura not yeah. Peck Detective, something else. Was it just me or did you get strong Ryan Reynolds vibes for this whole movie? Oh, I do see that actually. Like it's yeah, only isn't it? It's, it's so, so. I think because like the, the such meta humor and their sort of just like yeah. staring at the camera like I'm obviously not following the script sort <laughs> yeah. of mentality of just like this could only be one character I could see that as like a Ryan yeah. Reynolds I think Ryan Reynolds could be the next one the next like pet detective Owen makes averted yeah, commas I mean, with his fingers that is now emphasizing mm-hmm. on his microphone level but I, well, see, so I, sure. Well, see, they're both Canadian, so I feel like Ryan Reynolds like probably watched a lot of Jim Carrey when he was growing up, whether it was like in Living Color That's or some of his other like early stuff. But I, I think there was one line I wrote down where I was like, "That is just effectively Ryan Reynolds." When Cadbury brings uh, Ace into the room with all like the animal heads and shit like that, like all the like the hunting trophies, yeah, and he goes like. This is a lovely room of death. Take care then. <laughs> take care now. Bye bye then. <laughs> We're like, you take care. Yeah. Bye bye then. It's just like, as well as like such a, the knocking such a out Brian the, Reynolds yeah, delivery. I know, obviously, Jim Carrey, probably yeah. liked it. but also like the knocking out the Monopoly man and just like wearing him and like the whole scene. That's fucking stre- that's love. It's that scene. stretches on much longer than you remember it stretching on. <laughs> just like, oh my god, he really takes this man for <laughs> a walk around the room. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I'm gonna do the noises, and people who haven't seen the movie yeah. won't know what I'm talking about. Where he goes, he goes, da 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 da, and then he like, and then he like does a little catwalk, looks at the camera, just like, like turns back. Honestly, imagine just being the man who got that role of just like, so you've been hired from the Monopoly man who's gonna get knocked out by Jim Carrey, strutted around the room like a fur, and then placed back no. into the arms of a beautiful no. woman. I feel like Owen, you're confusing this with a this this what you could perceive to be a pre-planned bit with another classic Jim Carrey gag where he actually just knocked a man out on set, <laughs> <laughs> and everyone just stood around like, oh my god! <laughs> Those all live reactions from every actor in that room. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah but 
it's Jim Carrey, biggest actor in the world at that point. Yeah. What are you going to do? Tell him, go up to him and tell no, him. No, you can't knock out the man. Will Smith you in the face. Yeah. You don't want to be his next scarf. No. Yeah. Oh, also, I thought in the he just screen- brings. He's like, oh, oh, you have a problem with me on set, and he walks them into the room, <laughs> and they think it's the room with all the hunting trophies, but it's actually all the people he's knocked out and hung up as scarves. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, you don't want to be my loafers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as well, I I did think of the next Jim Carrey, and I got a good one. Oh yes, I got a good one. It's okay. it's Daniel Craig, chef detective. <laughs> what is this, Gary? Am I doing the knives out bit where Daniel Craig is making a cookbook? <laughs> yes, I am. I'm referencing another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's it. I'm here to reference other podcast episodes, and that's alone. Um, I think that is the single-handedly the greatest joke slash reference on this podcast ever to exist. <laughs> that's the greatest callback I've ever had to an episode. So you, thank you very. You much. set me up nicely for it, honestly. Like it took me a while to get oh, there, but I was just God. like, what can I, I do? Didn't even have a plan. How did I not think of linking back to our Benoit Blanc yeah. cookery-based crimes? Oh. Like I have a notebook. I don't Excellent. know if you know this. Like I have a notebook open of all our previous bits, and I'm always looking back to what we can call oh. back to next. Like I'm prepared. Okay, right. Okay, okay. I need to get a quick spreadsheet open right now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, wait for Gary to put the lawnmower man into this later <laughs> on. But, <laughs> that's excellent yeah no you sold me yeah, Knives Out it. becomes a pet detective hybrid franchise. And it's all about cook-based, cookery-based crimes. I love it. Yeah, no, that's it. Like, it is... He's always trying to find out the next hole in the donut. Throughout, just the... That's it. Like, it's always a donut. The next slice of the pizza pie. They go to Italy for that one. It's wild. Righty then. (laughs) God, holy righty then. Uh, There we go. Yep. Um, So, another thing I wanted to talk about... Speaking about great actors... um, Another actor in this movie, I do not have his name open, but I will find it in the time in which I proceed to keep talking. You're going to your mind palace. Yes. Mind palace. I need a little sound effect for that. Uh, You do. You can find one. Gary's putting in a sound effect right now of like mind palace sound effect. Uh, It's all righty then. It's his like... It's all... Oh yeah, the chant. Oh, all righty then. Can't wait to listen back on this and just like hear all my slurring. <laughs> slurring. Um whole righty then. Right. Um so it's an actor called Adewale Akinioe. Yeah. Um, which I have probably butchered the naming of and I do apologize. He is the person who works in like for Cadby's he's like his security guard. Yeah. Um he's the one who gets crushed elephant, by the elephant yeah. at the end. And I don't and I don't know if you recognize him, but he has been in like three what I consider very like big movies, like not good movies, but like big yeah. movies. He was Killer Croc in the Suicide Squad. Oh, I I don't know why I didn't see the comparison. Honestly, yeah, now that you say it, right there. Uh, he's also in Thor Two. He's Fury. Do you remember the guy who goes on a rampage in Asgard? Yes, I do remember that one. Yeah, he's him, and he's also in the Mummy as well. Uh, he is the guy in the mummy, and I I cannot think of another scene this man is in other than the little boy. It's the Mummy Returns. The little boy, little little Brendan Fraser, is taking a piss on a train, and he's yes, like, "Yes, he's hey, the security guard. He's like the yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes! yeah. I know it. <laughs> the only way I can describe it. 
<laughs> it is him, and you recognize him. Like, like I was just like, oh, I know this guy. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, the, yeah. The mummy yeah. definitely the one I'm recognizing the from the most. The mummy's a great one. Yeah. If only there was another podcast you talked I was about the. Up, I was like, if only there was another podcast you referenced the mummy and thought you were going to do it as a Halloween episode. Hmm. Fuck off! <laughs> Did you listen to all the podcasts yesterday? <laughs> uh, I know. I know my yeah. reeling in the pier is lower. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is a, just as a trick episode. This is actually the reading in the peers episode of reading in the peers. <laughs> oh no! Oh, well, I, I've always said it should be called reading in the reading in the peers. <laughs> just be like, yeah. it needs to have the peer, that, no. How about just the peers do reading in the reading of the peers? Oh, oh, and you've given me an excuse to have a very long, long name for something that doesn't need it. So uh, I know I'll you do like that. Those. Thank you very much. Yeah, that's no problem. Long. You're welcome. Um, thank you very much um, right should we get this uh, speaking of connecting to other podcasts should I get this whole thing I spoiled for la- in last week's episode out of the way with oh yes go ahead let's get some of these uh, um, Jim Carrey hated filming this movie references in yeah um, so the thing I spoiled last week was that Jim Carrey obviously loves doing a lot of improv uh, in this movie and one of the scenes he improved was in the classic scene where he's driving in the car he's taking a shortcut and he just starts singing Chitty Chitty Bang Bang which I'm pretty sure if you ask me what movie that's in, I would say Ace Ventura 2 before Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. <laughs> I'm like, what, what, what song is this? Oh, it's an Ace Ventura 2. Oh, this what, is like, what I just sings, imagine. Yeah. And anyone who's been in a car with me on a bumpy road, I like. I do apologize because I, I sing this every time. Every time I'm on a bumpy road, um, which is any road outside of Dublin, it's this is the this is the song I sing. I was expecting you. I was expecting you to get more offended by that. But all right, moving on. Um, no, no, you're, like you're a Dublin driver. You like your safe spaces and small roads. I, I like my smooth, smooth tarmacky roads. Um, you like so, your roads yeah, so that you turn down, just... and suddenly it's one way, and you have to figure it out from there. <laughs> No, I, I, what they teach us in Dublin driving school is we just abandon the car and just never go back. <laughs> You belong to Ballymun now. <laughs> you walk away. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, in this scene, Jim Carrey forgot his line, so we just started singing Chitty Chitty Bang Man, which I just think is for... Honestly, I'm really um, impressed that he just remembered the lyrics that well to Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, and that he could sing them so intensely for one shot <laughs> that I'm probably in talk. Like I can't imagine, oh, the, I can't I, imagine him not forget. Like I can't imagine him forgetting the lines in that shot. Going, sorry, sorry, we need to redo that <laughs> shot. I need to go back, that, get the words again. I need to. What do you think? Sorry, guys, I forgot that script. I'm gonna have to go to my trailer, read the script for a while, and he just comes back with a better prepared version of Jitty <laughs> Jitty Bang Bang. <laughs> he just starts singing a different song, which I I don't know any other songs. This what about the sweet sweet songs, the whistle, the whistles, the the sweets that are whistles. I'm not. Don't look at me like that's not yeah, a real thing. Yeah, a song. absolutely losing me with this one. Right. Okay. Gary from the future. If you wouldn't mind just putting in a, a bit of that song just to show on what it is. Oh, that song. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, mm. that's the one. Yeah. I Wait. No. Oh, no, I haven't played it yet. What are you talking about? Oh, Here fuck. it is now. Sweets. Toot. Sweets, the candies you whistle, the whistles you eat. Toot, sweets, toot, sweets, the eatable, tweetable treats. So yeah, let's let's okay. More behind the scenes drama. We need to call that uh, Ga- Gary's juicy goss corner. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. Um, Keep it. So, um, so um, what? The, the director of this basically got fired. And um, he 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 started filming. He got fired, and Jim Carrey brought in his mate, 
And funny enough, it was his mate who was the one who approved that Jim Carrey would get <laughs> Jim Carrey check, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's so stupid. Um, but one of the directors who... Oh, you know, he really worked for this paycheck, you know? <laughs> trust me, guys, yeah. trust me, studio and executives. Jim Carrey yeah. made this movie. He deserves half the money we, we put into this. Um, but one of the one of the directors who was actually wanted to do it was a director called Spike Jones. I don't know if you are aware of his work. I've heard of Spike Jones. No. Um, am I thinking of Spike Spike Lee? Jones, yeah. Well, Spike, jo- Spike Jones is the guy who did Her, being John Malkovich, Adaption, um, all that sort of stuff. He's done a ridiculous amount of music videos, judging by his IMDb. But... Um, uh, anyway, he's a really cool director. If you haven't seen Adaption of Being John Malkovich or her fantastic movies, but uh, Jim Carrey uh, turned him down and quotes it as one of the biggest regrets of his career was not letting Spike Jones do um, Ace Ventura too. Biggest regrets of his career. Adaption, yeah, according to the IMDb trivia section. Sorry, the Mind Palace, the IMDb trivia section within the Mind Palace. There we go. Yeah, that's what's right, and which everyone knows where the truth is. Um. What else? Uh, yeah, this is really funny. So the guy who played Cab- Cadby was like, according to Simon Callow, Jim Carrey re- didn't really want to make this movie, which made on-set experiences awkward. <laughs> like, <laughs> no shit. I just imagine it's the same as, remember you were doing the podcast on, uh, oh, what's the mountain again? It's Hills are alive with the sound of music. What's that movie? Sound of music? <laughs> Thank God, like, I got there, <laughs> technically. I'm counting that as a win for Owen. But, uh, yeah, The Sound of Music, was it? The guy, uh, dead guy who hated filming that. Oh, Christopher Plummer. That's it. Christopher Plummer is a bummer. Famous. Quote from one of the earlier podcasts. I got another one. You didn't know I was going there, but I got another one. <laughs> Your biggest fan so, <laughs> this whole time has been me. Oh, I love it. It's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> You're all those downloads the whole time. <laughs> um, what else we got here? Uh, Jim Carrey improvised the part when Jace Ventura sneezes in front of the Wachabi tribe. Um, oh, yes. oh, that was a great uh, scene. I was right about the Wachuchu tribe. That. I just love when he fucking, like, um, the cut to everyone leaving the tent just covered in fucking phlegm. It's. Oh no, not that scene where everyone's spitting on each other. Not oh. that one. It's where like he's walking through, he's walking through the village for the first time. They're like, they have not seen the disease of the white man. And Jim Carrey goes, oh, he <laughs> Okay, yeah. Weird that there's two sneezing related gags in that movie, or yeah. like phlegm related. No, I think for me, I always think of the my biggest quote from this movie is every time I park, I say like a glove. That's like. My go-to parking thing that I don't think many people realize is just from me saying, and that, that, like a glove, and getting into a parking spot. And, and you do that every time. Even before, <laughs> even before. You, you, you'd, park into a, you'd park into a spot that doesn't have any lines or any cars around it. And it could just be an open field and you'll still want, like a glove. <laughs> My engine turns off. You better believe I'm saying like a glove. Um, but what I was going to say, uh, more things I like about this movie is the mystery is actually pretty good. The mystery of the story, like it, it kind of holds does, up. Yeah. There's no like, G- like Ace Ventura has been hired by Cadby to investigate where this bat goes. And he has to like, you know, go 
to the two different tribes, the Wachutu tribe and the other tribe that Gary still hasn't checked his mind palace for yet. And it, he has to like discover where it went. And um, then there's this whole other like subplot then of like um, Ace Ventura getting very, very flirtatious with the with the with one of the women of the tribe. <laughs> actually, yeah. And actually, no, I take that That's back. Whole... She gets very, she's very flirtatious yeah, with him, yeah. Gary. Honestly, this movie has like really, like it has really explicit innuendos where more so than I've ever seen in any like under like like basically children's movie like where the guy walks in and I'm like masturbating and he like pulls up his trousers yeah, with yeah. the front of him he's like this is way more obvious than I remember it being <laughs> like it was just like this movie yeah. was just this is basically an adult movie like just just veiled underneath that fucking like or rate like uh, yeah. or rating but like PG rating He's just like, I need to finish my meditation or I'll get cranky. <laughs> um, uh, but oh, do you mean that in the sense that there's a scene at the end of this movie that's played as a joke as a man gets sexually assaulted by a gorilla? There is that scene. Like, also very explicit. They've been referencing this horny gorilla throughout the entire movie. And then you think, oh, the villain got away. But no, the villain didn't get away. This villain gets no. like a worse call. The villain than... got off. <laughs> yeah, that was good. That was good. <laughs> yeah, no, the villain got off. Uh, yeah. Like yeah, no, this villain got it like got done dirty more than any other villain that I've seen in recent cinema history. Like Thanos got snapped. The man yeah. who wiped out half the existence got snapped. This man mm-hmm. He didn't get got snapped. He got, a, he got his head chopped off. Oh, he did get snapped. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, he got snapped. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, like, I was the, recently the, looking at a thing. This man in whatever ni- comedy movie released in 1995 mm-hmm. got sexually assaulted by a gorilla. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and like, that's not left to the imagination. Mm. <laughs> but it's like, <laughs> you, see well, you have to remember, it's funny because what happens is he gets dragged into the bush, it starts shaking, and in the jungle, it's a mighty jungle. Starts playing. <laughs> You know, if the comedy comes from hilarious. the music, can you imagine if like they cut, they just left the music out, and all you hear was like screams of anguish? <laughs> no, no, oh, I don't think that would be funnier. I, 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 I didn't want to imagine. I want to see that cut of the movie. <laughs> Release the Snyder cut. <laughs> what if it's what if it's what if it's just they, they they cut the music and it's just the gorilla saying "Me want snoo snoo." <laughs> Death by snoo snoo. <laughs> <laughs> Just another little, little fun practical Jim Carrey gag on set. <laughs> you know, like half half of his money was like renting this live gorilla. <laughs> Everyone thought it was a man in the suit for the entire filming of the movie. <laughs> Uh, poor this Calloway. Poor, this poor lad who got paid nothing for this movie. <laughs> <laughs> the greatest joke is all. Joke of uh, all. Uh, <sighs> yeah, no, like, this movie was like <laughs> dark in places. <laughs> like, I know we started with the raccoon dying, but we end with monkey sexual exploitation. Yeah. No, oh, so many great points. <laughs> Where do we go from that? I don't know. Where do we go from here? Let's talk about um, the white bat. Have we, we mentioned yeah, the white like, bat yet? Just Shakaka? No, um, 
not Chikaka. So the, the 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 animal he ends up having to save is a is a bat, and it's revealed that Jim Carrey's or Ace Ventura's biggest fears is actually bats, um, which is actually something Jim Carrey was very adamant against uh, from a like plot or a script point of view because he thought it was weird that Jim Carrey would actually hate an animal. So what he was trying to push the script towards was actually he's like allergic to bats. Um, oh, okay. But I will say, I think I enjoy Jim Carrey hating like because this guy loves animals so much and it's obviously yeah. set up so much in the first movie and the second movie. It is so funny to see him just on a like just absolutely so determinedly hate like an animal yeah, so no, much is, as he does. It is bats. very funny. Like again, bring him back to the scene in the cave. When he's going in to investigate, it's just like, as long as I have my medallion, I will be safe. And like, just a single bat. Die! Is- <laughs> <laughs> and it's just so good. It's like, as long as I have my torch, I will be protected. <laughs> it's just another one. Oh, it's such a good bit. I just love it. And then yeah. he just like runs out of the cave. Like, there's so many good like visual yeah. gags in the bit, like in the movie when he gets like fucking the, you know, the sleeping darts. <laughs> He's just running with the yeah, yeah. <laughs> three darts <is> too, <laughs> too much, much. <laughs> and it's immediately followed by like three more darts. <laughs> it's again like there's some yeah. fucking cla- like there's really good visual uh, comedy I- in this movie. No, it's so good. And like, yeah, like as much as you want to credit it to Jim Carrey, like obviously like the the, the script wrote these things in, but like how Jim Carrey is able to like deliver yeah. them is like just so top notch. Yeah, like, like, to, like between like his them. physical acting between the, when he's getting hit by the darts and running through the woods to when he's like hit by the two spears during that the whole Yeah, fight. oh, that's what I love so much. Oh, I love that. That's my favorite scene. Just, yeah, no, um, like that's, that's another, a great one. Another one my brother and I used to always quote was, uh, do you remember he's waking up after the darts and like he's getting like water applied to his head and he's like, Mr. Borgad, yeah. I do declare. <laughs> just, yeah. Just, yeah, no, I quote that one all the time. I always say, I do declare. And it's just like straight from Ace Ventura. And everyone's just thinking, what movies is Owen watching? Yeah. And now we have a podcast to like explain your whole life. I know, this, <laughs> well, is it. this is why he says the weird things he does. Yes, this well, is why. Some of the weird things he does. Yeah, we need a few more podcasts to air through that dirty laundry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but. <laughs> Uh, and then yeah and like the whole subplot that is realising that uh, or like the whole motive of Cadby is that he stole the white bats so the two tries to kill each other so he can kill move in other. and basically take hold of these bat caves and could take all this guano which is um, what you call it used for like fertiliser and stuff and I think Jim Carrey always having to deal with guano in this movie is also quite excellent because like there's the bit where he's being fed something and he's like this is delicious what is it he's like guano mm. Guano, what is this? And he goes like, it's bat droppings. And then immediately like is grossed out by it. But there's later on when he, like I said, when he's waking up uh, after the darts and someone's feeding him water and he realizes it's a, it's a guano bowl. He's like, he spits it out. He's like, guano bowls, collect the set. <laughs> I feel like that's one of his improv things. I feel like he just has like really good witty comedy for just like making those like yeah. jokes on scene. Um, and there's also the scene, the scene where um, he's in, he's uh, interrogating the guy with the raven, and he's like, <laughs> he takes out a knife, yeah. and you think Jim Carrey's gonna like cut him, yeah. but he like just like scratching it against the plate, <laughs> and he like stops touching his eyeball. <laughs> it's like the greatest oh, threat. So of all. fucked. Oh. Again, I love that we got like it's... what at least fifty minutes into the podcast before we actually start talking about the movie. Ah, uh, Owen, what? 
What's the what's the point of what? Come on, you know. I don't know. Honestly, gotta... it feels a bit weird to me talking about this movie when I could be talking about other movies that we've done podcasts on. Like, <laughs> so. <laughs> don't, don't. We, we've come so far. I don't know. Um, sure. but yeah, and like I guess another thing I kind of wanted to talk about was uh, the there has a sequel to this or it's a prequel, which is like I actually don't know if it's a sequel or a prequel. It's an Ace Ventura. Th- junior pet detective and it stars some kid from Disney I couldn't tell you his fucking name um, and I, I refuse to watch it because it doesn't have Jim Carrey yeah it. honestly like, refuse there, to go uh, to the, Car- like, I would refuse to go to the Mind Palace about this like I would like no, feel I that be, Mind Palace I would feel that Mind Palace coming along and go no Mind Palace mm-hmm. information yeah, I don't want no, up there. Not, yeah. not today yeah. um, but like uh, a Jim glove. Carrey was asked like a like sure <laughs> and he, uh, Jim Carrey was asked on the red carpet for one of the press tours for. They had a red carpet too. for this movie. Oh, sorry, Sonic the Hedgehog. No, Sonic the Hedgehog. actually, oh, yeah. fun fact about fun fact about the the red carpet for this movie was uh, I was trying to look up Jim Carrey and Clint Eastwood pictures, and the only picture I could find of them together is on the red carpet for this movie. With which you have to remember, in this universe, in this known universe, Clint Eastwood attended the premiere of Ace Ventura when Nature Calls. I want to see why were you looking up uh, pictures of Ace Ventura and Clint Eastwood? Uh, that, uh, because I was trying to. It was because Keen did the Deadpool, which has Jim Carrey and Clint Eastwood in it. Sorry. And then me and Keen came to a very quick conclusion that I am Jim Carrey and he's Clint Eastwood. Is that four? Have I got four or five other podcast episode references so far? Far too many. Far too many. But I'm enjoying it. It's 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 boosting my ego tremendously. Yeah, is all I'll say. Um, but it's. Uh, yeah, I just like the idea of Clint Eastwood sitting in a theatre in Los Angeles and <laughs> Jim Carrey's like flapping about on stage coming out of a rhino's ass and he's just like, I don't like this. Well, nobody's dying. <laughs> he wanted, like he was really vying for those kids to have guns and that rhino to be hunted. Yeah, he's, he's like, give that gorilla a gun and it just the movie's over. It's like, why doesn't the gorilla just shoot the bad guy? Why does he have to <laughs> exploit him sexually? Yeah, I just, oh, wouldn't you love a universe where Jim Carrey was able to convince Clint Eastwood to play the gorilla at the end to sexually assault Cadby? And what happens is the line is like, there's only one question you've got to be asking yourself, punk. Do I feel lucky? Well, do you? That'd be great. So... Anyway, so Jim Carrey was doing press for Sonic the Hedgehog 2 and they asked him if he would do Ace Ventura 3 and he said yes, but only if Christopher Nolan directed it. (laughs) Oh my god, I want to hear that Hans Zimmer soundtrack for Ace Ventura 3. Uh... (laughs) Do, do you want me to do my hands over? Is that what you're you're setting me up for? I I am not forcing another reference. How dare you assume such a thing about me? Right, is that Ace Ventura 2 When Nature Calls? Or I Ace Ventura so. When Nature Calls, is it? Ace Ventura 2 When Nature like, Calls, like a movie... Yeah, like, a, look, I, if... A movie for people of all ages. Some of those people may be young. Some of those people may have psychic powers. Watch the Matilda episode of your podcast. <laughs> I wanted to get one more in there. Like, that's the best I could do. Matilda, I remember that one. That was a good one. Oh... <laughs> uh. I'm not, letting, I'm not letting you end on a reference of my goddamn podcast. Let me have a go at this. <laughs> mm, mm, okay. 
Well, I feel like this has been a pretty good February 2022 release recap. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the ones we wouldn't expect. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you expected me to Ghost Rider and I released recapture. Um, right. Yeah, this whole podcast and this whole month is really like some whole multiverse of madness of fucking uh, <laughs> podcasts. I even, haven't even recorded that one yet. <laughs> I assume it's coming. Like, I have to reference Ooh. one in the future at some point. Oh, like the way you're, the way you're just dragging people left and right, it just it just feels like such a such a labyrinth of references for people to understand. <laughs> We haven't really grasped the baby of this movie. <laughs> mm, mm. I think I, I tell you what. I think if people are gonna really want to find a quiet place to to go after listening to this podcast. <laughs> You're not enough, oh, Mamma Mia. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's finish. This. You're right, Howard the Duck. Like, we should end this really quickly. Ah, <laughs> uh, own. Okay, for who believe we should get on with this. <laughs> Hold on, you're not you're not ending on one. Fuck you. Hold on. <laughs> um, oh, the way you have such drive to be able to give all these references, fair play. Oh god, yours are um, way better than mine. I'm just lazy. You truly are names. a national treasure. <laughs> <laughs> and if anyone asks, there's no one better than you at being Wonder Woman 1984. <laughs> okay, that has to be it. That's to be yeah. it. it has to end. Okay, I'll take. It has to end now, uh, because truly, uh, that's it. No, it has to be it. Right, okay. Um, oh, and thank you so much for listening. Th- uh, not, not you. Well, thank you so much for listening to the podcast, but also thank you so much for coming on the podcast, and for anyone who's listened to this, or any other ones, uh, any of the other ones. Um, two things I'd ask for you. One, get on the Letterboxd. Uh, myself and David talk about it enough on the release rock uh, mm-hmm. recaps. It's where we put up all of our reviews. Uh, also, we'll be picking out um, the best reviews in the month to be able to call out on our monthly movie awards. So make sure you get on that and follow us. Um, and then also the Instagram, at Reading of the Peers. Uh, we put up all of our reviews there and just when new episodes are coming out. And also we ask your opinion on things. So if you do that, if you're listening on the Spotify app, um, we have two things to ask me. One, give us a five-star review because I want it uh, for no other reason than that. And two, there's a poll. I haven't decided the poll. And I meant to ask Owen what the poll should be, and I completely forgot. Alright, I think the poll should be how people feel watching this podcast, because I feel pride watching it. and prejudice and zombies while watching this podcast. <laughs> right, that's the poll. Pride, yeah, prejudice, and zombies. Oh, zombies. It's election day. Owen, <laughs> uh, oh, oh, anything else to add before we wrap up? Oh no, I've already done my like closing bit. You can move on now. Mm. So you've already done your The Prestige, is that it? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 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 oh,